Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right. Good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel podcast show. So today we've got a new guest co-host for you. This gentleman's got a bit, just a little bit, of an athletic background. So we're not going to have a problem today talking about the whole healthy lifestyle thing. Uh, I'm actually excited by that, but he dabbles in the online business space as well. So quick little skinny on him. Big Vanderbilt guy. Uh, okay. Well, obviously I'm the Penn Stater, but clearly this guy's quite passionate about his Vanderbilt. When you watch the YouTube video, you'll know what I'm talking about. And, uh, but so this guy's been a defensive end. Uh, he's been in the and again, for you listening, this is the football fans, okay? This guy's played with the Houston Oilers. Uh, he's even gone over to uh, Europe and uh, played with the Scottish Claymores. He's been with the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, I believe I said that right because I'm not French. The San Francisco Demons and the XFL. Uh, the guy is also, though, a doctor. He actually earned his doctor of chiropractic from Los Angeles Chiropractic College. And I'm a big fan of Cairo. I'm very big into the, the natural wellness fact, factors, anti-MD when I possibly can. <laughs> but he's also, here's a fun thing, certified as a golf injury specialist and also in uh, advanced sports nutrition specialist, certified in concussion assessment as a 11-year ski race coach for USSA. I get it. But you know what? This guy's got a huge bio, but let's bring him on so you get to learn more about him live. Dr. John DeWitt, welcome to the show. Thanks. It's, it's awesome to be here. I, I'm just excited to be able to just kind of share whatever I can share and maybe pick your brain on some stuff too. I've already seen a couple of books behind you that I want to ask you about. So, uh, I've, so got, fire I've got away. a few. I've got a few. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's the physical library. My Audible digital library massive yeah. um amazon yeah. loves me so <laughs> there you go and that what's really cool is i actually just to jump in i uh learned how you can submit files what website you go to to get your own audible books on there which is kind of cool but the yeah. only downside is is that you don't get to tell them how much to, to charge for it because it's all based on how long it is so that's why you get all these audible books that are like 13 hours long because they added a bunch of talking so that you'd have to pay more for it yeah, uh, I'm starting to study that now because I'm actually, see, again, ladies and gentlemen, this gentleman's also a multi-author. Uh, actually, since we're going ahead and talking about it, I'm going to go ahead and pop into a quick screen share to shout out. So it's Dr. John DeWitt, D-E-W-I-T-T.com. He's been a multi-author, people. Okay, so this, he's been around for a little bit here. He's, 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 he's hustling. <laughs> he's got some books. He, he's been a football player. I mean, you're a doctor. I mean, what else do you do? I mean, should we add anything else onto the list? Uh, I'm a professional crocheter. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is probably very Zen for whoever does that actually. It so, probably is. um, I, so from head games for concussions and, and CTE to, uh, goals imperfect action can change your life. Love that one, by the way. And arthritis relief. The future is now. So I love how you've actually kind of balanced the, the fitness with the health component. And then like goals, for example, that just applies everywhere. I don't care if you're a business person or a health and fitness nut, uh, the imperfect action. I love talking about that. So, yeah. Uh, actually, why don't we dig into that? Did you like that book the okay. most? I mean, wh which one's your favorite? Uh, that actually was the easiest book for me to write because, um, when I went to Vanderbilt, I actually got into Vanderbilt based on my academic stuff Okay. and walked onto the football team. And this is after, um, this is back in VHS, days sorry I'm, I'm old it's okay I, i'm 41 as of last month so oh my god uh, yeah, i mean well, i know i mean you're, you probably, <laughs> but, I, actually but, um, am i older I, or younger than you because you look pretty good 
Oh, you are almost seven years younger than me. Okay. All right. But we are in the same decade. So, of course, so that, that all counts. It's all good. <laughs> but what's funny is that, um, so I submitted my VHS tape because my senior year in high school, I even have my little ring here. We won the state championship my senior year. It was a huge scoring game, seven to six. Yeah. And what was your high school? Shout out to us. Uh, Fort Smith Southside in Arkansas. Okay. You and guys, you guys cool. have a big belt of football passion right there in that in those yeah. states. It's it's impressive. <laughs> There's not a whole lot else to do, so it's either go out and, and shoot something, or go fishing, or play football. So that's okay. pretty much it. Right. But um, so anyway, we won the state championship game. That was happened to be the best game that I'd ever played, and um, but I didn't really. I, I was kind of I was one of those late bloomers, so to speak. I was like six four, weighed about 190 pounds, playing defensive end, which was kind of scary. I'm literally but, at that exact dimensions right now. Um, oh, there you go. Fighting my way back to 195. That's my sweet spot. But <laughs> did, did, been doing a lot of endurance training this summer, so. Not ugh, that but is, you did that ugh. with football. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, e. but um. So I sent my tape in the highlight of the, of the state championship game, basically to the personnel guy or whatever you call him at Vanderbilt. My dad and I took my visit to Vanderbilt because one of my best friend's sisters was an all-star stud, all-American basketball and volleyball player. She's six four as well. And um, I'm always impressed by tall women. Sitting in this guy's office, and he tells he tells me, you know, I'm going to show you some film of some of the guys that play in the SEC. It was the, yeah, it was the SEC still back then. Um, what uh, what these guys are like and and I'm watching, and I'm kind of like, okay, I just am I going to get a scholarship or not? And he said, basically, you're you're too small and too slow to play in the in the SEC. And I was like, okay. Hmm. And I, we walk. We, and I love I said, how you're too small. You're six four. You're too small. Yeah, but small. I only weighed 190 pounds. Okay, so, all, right. all right. I mean, in the SEC, they have six 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 seven offensive linemen that weigh like three thirty. Remember Anton Davis at the University of Tennessee? Oh, that's a whole other story. Anyway, wow. So. Uh, walk out of the office and I'm just like, I just got chills because he does not even realize what he has done by doubting me like that. And my dad is like trying to comfort me saying, Oh, don't worry. Don't let it get you down. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He doesn't even know what he just did. There's no way I'm not getting a scholarship now. <laughs> and I mean, every single minute of the day, I mean, I get chills now still thinking about it. I, anything I could do to get that scholarship, whether it was visualizing whether it was conditioning, like a crazy man, lifting weights like crazy, I wouldn't drink any soda, no sugar. Um, my first year in college, I didn't drink any alcohol at all, which was shocking to most. And that, um, that's, it, uh, the sad part is that is a struggle for a lot of college athletes is keeping that clean, man, and staying focused. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. And I would read my Bible. I'd read a chapter out of the Bible every night and just really try to stay focused. I had to admit that my academics that first year kind of struggled because of that, because mm -hmm. I was so focused on the football thing. And um, that's not but then I made up for it later. But yeah. after my first semester, I mean, I'd go out to practice early. And as a walk on, you're basically just a, a practice dummy and they're knocking you around. And, and every now and then you get like a they'll have a scrimmage where you can go out and show like you're in for like one series. And I remember there was a guy named Greg. Uh, what was Greg saying? Real tall guy. He was like six, nine offensive lineman. And so I beat him on this pass rush because I was running for my life because I had to be quick. Because if they got a hand on me, I was done. Yeah. And uh, I beat him on a pass rush. And the head coach was Watson Brown at the time. He got so upset that he's like, oh, hold on. I just wanted to wait and Greg to go. And we did, I think we ran like three or four one-on-ones, basically just me against him. And I beat him every single time. Well, you're and more agile, like right? Do what now? Were you more agile because of your weight dimension? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I was jumping all over the place. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. And basically, he finally stopped and shook his head. And he, and he was like, well, Greg, I guess that's the best you can do. <laughs> and I was just <laughs> laughing. 
And after every practice, I would sit after and wait for the coaches to walk off the field. And I would ask him if I had a scholarship yet, just everything I could do just to bug him and bug him and bug him. And then finally, um, in November, at the end of the season, you do the postseason meeting with the coach. And as soon as I walked in, he was like, all right, you know, as far as we're concerned, you're on full scholarship. We, you're, you're awesome. And, and I had like owned it so much. It was a goal that I wanted so much and knew just deep down that it was going to happen that when it did happen, I was just kind of like, okay, it's like he finally caught up to what I knew was going to happen. And people were kind of like, aren't you happy? And I'm like, well, yeah, but I had, had owned it so much mm. that I just was waiting for the rest of the world to catch up. And well, it kinda, it's the mindset yeah. game, right? Yeah. We, we, it's it funny. We, because, uh, <laughs> I, perfect I had him, uh, the head coach, I had him write my parents a letter because it was November and it was going to be Christmas. So I wanted to give him a letter under the Christmas tree that said that I'd gotten a scholarship. So I didn't tell him I'd gotten a scholarship yet. <laughs> basically, if you don't get a scholarship the first semester, we can't afford for you to go to Vanderbilt because it's a little, little pricey. Yeah. And uh, I gave him that and they opened it and we're balling and ruined Christmas for my sister that year. But, you know, that, I didn't mean to. But that was that was it. It was pretty awesome. But I also, an interesting thing that I talk about in the, in the book is that when you set a really big goal and you achieve it, it's really – dangerous if you don't have other bigger goals after that because I had a major letdown after I got my scholarship because I got scholarship and all of a sudden I'm the starting defensive end I've gained maybe 20 pounds maybe and we're going to play SMU and I played awful I mean it was I couldn't feel my legs I was so nervous and I didn't know what was going on it's because I hadn't visualized that part of it I just visualized getting the scholarship and then now all of a sudden all these expectations and it Took me, it took me a while to kind of come back around and, and it all ended up working out. But, but it was just really an interesting lesson that I learned from that is when you set a goal, you got to have a series of other goals after that that are even bigger to keep pushing towards or you kind of get lost and kind of get that, that letdown Tony Robbins talks about a lot. Yeah, I mean, it is the game, right? But it's almost like your own internal mindset game. It's funny because I bring on a sports psychologist every month. She's a regular. She's actually one of our regular co-hosts. I bring on a sports nutritionist every month. Um, and so shout out to Dr. Megan and uh, also Aaron Sparrow, our sports nutritionist. But awesome girls. And Megan, it's funny because, again, the show is branded health, business, lifestyle. But her being, you know, again, sports psychologist, you can't beat mindset work. So the word mindset now is all over this brand and all over the blog and every, all over the podcast because I can't tell you how many guest co-hosts like yourself where you don't realize you're even going to get into the mindset discussion. And boom, yeah. it just, it just, I think it's just such an essential component of yeah, building success. Yeah. 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 Uh, Cause that's, if you don't have the right mindset, I I was reading something actually earlier. Oh, I wish I could remember who that, who that was from, but, um, they said you never want to sit down to set goals or to plan out an action plan for the day or for the week. Oh, actually, actually it's in uh, some of uh, Russell Brunson's stuff that he's coming out oh, with. Yeah. I've back. got I've got about three or four of his digitally on on uh, on. Yeah, the, it's the uh, the thirty day challenge. Some of his success stories, and one of them was saying, you know, you don't ever want to go in to setting a big goal or something like that with the wrong energy. If you're kind of depressed, you don't really think it's going to work, and you put down a plan, you're not really going to you're going to have that negative energy associated with that plan. So you have to get yourself hyped up and fired up for, for the end result. And then that's when you start making the plan. Cause that's when it's going to flow a lot easier. Instead of just being like writing it down and going, Oh, this, I'm not going to do this. And this isn't going to happen. Well, this is all tied together with all the different, I, I've had a, numerous people on the show as well. I mean, we got over, we're approaching 220 shows now up online. So two years of hustle, but it's, right. uh, it's, 
the flow state, right? We, we talk a lot about flow state as you move up in the game, so to speak, of the personal and professional mindset development game is you start discovering these flow states. And in order to unlock that said flow state, part of it is what you just discussed is what do you, what is the groundwork you're laying? You know, what is the uh, a common thread that's been, you'll preach this being a fitness junkie is I, I, I feel guilty because I keep saying it all the time now and I can't help it, but it's like, I constantly am using this new quote of like, oh, you just got to put in the reps. Like, what are you doing to put in the reps? Because the repetitions, granted the correct repetitions, uh, will build that road, so to speak, and build that mindset up. So I love doing that, but I'm sure you appreciate yeah, that. That, that, that kind of goes along with what I was saying about not drinking my first uh, semester or, or year in college. It's because in the back of my mind, I wanted to be going out with them and having fun, but I wasn't willing to sacrifice that. And so that's part of what fueled my fire. I'm Dude, like, you, you needed that scholarship. My first semester in college because of this. So I'm going to get this scholarship because I'm not doing that for nothing. So you, so you, you scored that scholarship halfway through, obviously yeah, before the holidays. Yeah. So that's huge. Yeah. I mean, it was, I'd never, I never heard of it really before. And, and it was so awesome because the other guys that were in my class that had scholarships, Literally, I had them coming to me going, dude, I will tell them to take my scholarship and give it to you because, I mean, this is just ridiculous. And, and I was like, oh, thanks. And so so do you feel, because really- part of your bio, right? Because I'm not familiar with this award, but thanks to your first four years here at Vanderbilt, you actually were awarded the Wade uh, Looney Award for Outstanding, outstanding Work Ethic. And I right. love that key word of ethic is, is huge. I've learned that since being a farm kid to doing the corporate space to when I got to serve a couple of years as a firefighter, it's just like... Dude, ethic, your work ethic is huge. So it yeah. doesn't surprise me that with that mindset work you're talking about that you obviously achieved that. So And and getting back to the flow state, it was kind of cool because when I got that uh, award, it was right after the spring game. And in the spring game is when it's the black and gold game at Vanderbilt. And um, This is the big that, annual event? Yeah, it's a yeah. big annual thing. Well, I mean, as big as it can be at Vandy. Back then it was not. Okay. I think we won two games our first two seasons I was there. But uh, it, it's an event that um, you're going against your teammates and you're, the ones against the ones. It's basically just a glorified scrimmage. And um, I was so in the zone. It was it was really funny because the guy I was going against, Eric Dahlberg is his name. He's from Chicago. Big offensive lineman. He ended up running marathons after he was done with school and it probably weighs 200 pounds now. Wow. But um, he, I was going against him because he just happened to be the guy I was going against. And literally in my mind, things were happening so it was like everything was in slow motion and I would just look down at his stance and tell if his, if his fingers were like white, cause he was leaning forward. I knew it was a run cause he was coming at me. It yeah. was more sitting back. It was more of a pass. If he was pulling and all that kind of stuff. And I was just beating him like a stepchild so bad, so much so that he literally asked me to, to ease up a little bit cause it was making him look bad. <laughs> I was just like, I, I can't help it. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's funny cause I'm, I'm a very competitive person. And it's not like you're trying to one up somebody, but it's right. just, again, my, mindset game. Like uh, two, two weekends ago, I'm a huge CrossFit guy. I'm a CFL one coach and um, I don't have as much time anymore to do the actual coaching. I kind of just fill in when I have free time to help out my buddies with their gyms. Cause I go to two different gyms. Cause I'm, I, I nickname myself the CrossFit whore. I just love dropping in at any CrossFit gym. I stumble across when I'm traveling. I just love the community. And anyway, right. the, um, yeah. it, it's, it's funny though, because you know, part of that is just, I don't know. I guess I'm going to tie this back into the mindset piece is that there are two different, I don't know if you ever did a CrossFit thing, but it's like, it's two different communities, two different people. And it's funny, my fiance, uh, when I met her, I didn't know she was into CrossFit and, uh, cause she's a veterinary doctor. So just interesting little 
hybrid, I guess. Well, anyway, yes. we, we've just learned that since I'm a coaching person and I spent 11 years coaching USSA ski race coaching and everything else, it's like sometimes I can't turn it off <laughs> Right. and right. the competitive mindset. Well, anyway, two weekends ago, we, uh, we did our first legit comp together and won it. Um, and the, I think the secret to that win was one, it was, it was the weekend of my 41st birthday. I just turned 41 on Friday. So Saturday, this is the September 21st, 22nd weekend. And I was like, all right, I, I know. I was like, dude, I got to show people that age is only a number. I have to win this comp. This is my yep. birthday gift to myself. And yep. then in order to ensure that while we were there that day, I just did not say anything. I did not criticize any of her movements, her form or technique, nothing. Cause it's just not a good idea. No. <laughs> Not if you want to be happy, no. No, no. Like, <laughs> she's not even a wife yet, but the quote of happy wife, uh, happy life. And I, yeah. I just, it, it's funny though. Again, that competitive mindset, like sometimes I can't shut it down. So I don't know. Uh, I think it's it's interesting you bring that up because sometimes some of us might feel bad about it. But I mean, should you feel bad about it? I mean, if, you, if your mindset is dialed in that good and you're just go, 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 you're not trying to one up that guy. You're just. Right. Wired and way. you know what's funny? There was another guy, uh, James Barron, that I played with in the Arena Football League. That he was he was awesome, and it was so funny if if something happened and they scored a touchdown on us or something, or somebody made a mistake, and people would come try to comfort him and be like, "No, it's okay, it's okay." He would get so mad and come over there and be like, "It's not okay. What are you talking about? That's not okay." <laughs> <laughs> I would just laugh, and be like, "That's that's true." <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, you know, something that you you mentioned earlier, we were discussing this. I have to segue into it because I think it's important. And I, I love, I want to get into your Cairo stuff, but I also noticed, actually going back to screen share again, ladies and gentlemen, I I mentioned a few of his books, but he hasn't does he hasn't just done like two or three. You've done almost like 12, haven't you? Yeah. Let me scroll down here because obviously I had your concussion class. I want to hit on that. But uh, here we go. There's some more. <laughs> hey, let's throw in a few more. Uh, you don't need your glasses or contacts. 20 surprising foods for clearer vision. Chiropractic care for clearer vision. Clearly, you're a vision nut. Um, uh, that actually happens to be one of my most popular books. Really? Which one? Yeah, the, the very first one there, that oh. don't need your glasses or contacts. Interesting. I mean, uh, great great graphics, by the way, on, on the cover. But oh, So thank you. Why, why do you feel that is? Have you done the research? Have you asked your Oh, yeah. I, I've done it on myself and, and I've worked with probably 50 different patients on it. it. It's not, I can't take the credit for the technique that it is because it's, it was uh, Dr. Bates. It was an ophthalmologist back in the 1800s that came up with these different strategies because he looked at uh, glasses as kind of like a crutch because it's not going to allow your vision to actually correct on its own. Thank you. And so, yeah. And so if you do these particular exercises that he talked about and he came up with that focuses on the muscles on the outside of the eyes, that changes the shape of the eye and where and how it focuses. Hmm. And I mean, it just, it blew me away. I wore glasses since the eighth grade and hated wearing glasses when I was playing football, not glass contacts. And uh, I have an astigmatism and they always said, oh, you can't fix that. Yeah, you can. There's all different kinds of exercises you can do that'll, that'll fix huh. those problems. I did his exercises and within two weeks, I didn't need my glasses and haven't had them in probably five years. Well, I love, this is funny. You'll appreciate this then because I, I, I should have found, how long has this book been out now? Actually, 2015? Yeah. I'm on Amazon. Um, I, I clicked through your links. So <laughs> that's right, lady, if, ladies and gentlemen. If you just go to his website, click on the book, takes you right to where you need to be in Amazon, score the book, okay? Um, and I'm not even getting paid to tell tell you guys this, but I love new new content and new books. So this is going to frustrate me though now because now I got to score a bunch of your books and get through it. Uh, now, real quick segue, are any of these 
on Audible yet since we kind of hinted about the Audible game. They are not, unfortunately. I started my whole journey down the online marketing thing when I went from a practice uh, that was actually connected to a gym and it was a lot of fun, but circumstances didn't allow, didn't, I didn't stay there. And I went to the new practice where there was a gentleman that the head doc had a YouTube channel. He was doing uh, videos every Tuesday and sometimes on Thursdays as well, but nice. he only had like 2000 subscribers. And so I figured out, okay, I'm going to show this guy how to set up online passive income. I've been listening to, um, Pat Flynn, Pat Flynn. Yeah. And he was talking all about eBooks and that was the thing back cause this was like 10 years ago. And so I said, you know, we need to come up with some eBooks and I kind of used that cause he would find all the, all the text part of it. And so I taught myself how to do all that stuff, how to do the Kindle books, the, the create space books, smart, the, the audible books. We did a video course we set up and, um, it was like four or five videos of him talking about blood pressure and made 25 grand in three months from that. So, that oh, was so he was happy. Oh yeah, he was real happy. <laughs> yeah, the only downside is that his his son decided he would uh, wanted to come back in town, and so he decided to give the whole online aspect of it to him. And so, was you know. this uh, Dr. John Bergman? Yeah. Ah, because like I I Google your name on YouTube, and all your videos are coming up. There's incorrection and everything else, and it's I, I see it's Dr. John Bergman's channel. So yeah. Yeah. I, you have your own, right? Yeah, but I see I was fo so focused on his channel, I haven't really. But that's fine though, because. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it, this is uh, ladies and gentlemen, little, we talk about marketing cause I'm a marketing branding consultant. I tell people use brands to help bring other brands up with it. You get name recognition by helping somebody else. Sometimes you got to help somebody else succeed. And then you, you just, just stay hitched up to the train, man. So, yeah. And that's an interesting story too. Cause we just had a, uh, two patients, two brothers come in from Australia that have a YouTube channel that has over four and a half million viewers or subscribers. Ooh. And they were so excited about their treatment that they did a series on the office. And I mean, he's gaining like thousands of people by the minute, it seems like. Wow. Well, and yeah. so you said when you started helping John, just a little, little, uh, got, I got a boast for you here. Hold on, let me, let me, uh, up some screen sharing again, ladies and gentlemen, you said when you started working together, his channel had 2000 subscribers or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. So now you have over a half a million subscribers. <laughs> yeah. 506,788 to be exact. So yeah. strong work, sir. Um, I, why, thank you. Well, actually, I took him from 2,000 to about a little over 100,000. And then that's when his son stepped in and started sweet. doing everything. So I can't take all the credit for no, that. No, no. The whole point here is teamwork, right? Like somebody's yeah. got to start building the momentum. Um, you know, the guy was already into the video content and everything. So why not? Like you just helped trigger a lot of other things. So I love, and that's this. one of the things that I, that I've learned too, through this is you have to always, um, post like, as you know, with, um, extreme health Academy, that's something he's doing with, uh, Kate and Justin Stellman. Yeah, but he's averaging between five and 10,000 views per, per release every week or two. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. He, um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Anyway, well, we were talking about the teamwork and growing the channel together and right. you're, you're about, you're about and, to say oh, something. Oh, you what remember. I learned from that is consistently posting content is vital. You have, you have to do that because it's going to feel like, oh, you know, I, I'm not really doing it. I, I mean, I tried to do a, or I did a YouTube channel for a little while, but just the work involved, the research involved was just like, 
and doing 12 hour days adjusting people. I was just like, I, I am, I'm too tired. And I'm well, not, I'm so tired. here's a fun lesson. I'm bigger on like Instagram, Facebook, everything else, but I believe, listen, YouTube is owned by Google. So sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to geek a little bit real quick on what he just said. So this is a little lesson for any of you looking to build the side hustle. Cause you do, it does take time. I've had a YouTube yeah. channel for years and in the beginning, I would just post like inspirational content, thoughts of the day, stuff like that. Did a couple of product reviews, nothing big. And then with the podcast, the podcast gave me an excuse to generate content. Because even on my blog, like the, the podcast episodes get released as blog articles. So really, there's actually two blogs on livefuel.com. There's just the regular article piece, and then there's all the podcast history. So in the Google world, I don't care, right? The, in the end, I'm generating two new blog posts weekly. But they're right. podcast episodes. So same thing. From episode 51 forward, I've done this. I, I wanted to be one of the early, like, hey, guys, let's start publishing video content. And it right. wasn't anything explosive right away. And I still don't get, like, the level of views that you're getting on his channel. But in the past month and a half, all of a sudden, the, the channel finally cra you know, crossed that, that thousand subscriber threshold. And I've, in the past 30 days, I've jumped another 400-plus subscribers. Just yeah, in the past 30 days. Yeah, because once you get that certain tipping point, it starts to kind of build yeah. on itself. And before you know it, you're, you're like, holy mackerel. But the key here is what you've already, already, you already gave everybody the tip. Consistency, putting in the reps. Because then eventually the algorithms are recognizing who is the consistent contributors. And that's, right. I already know, that's where my momentum all of a sudden just came from is because I've been putting in the reps, two videos a week, you know, for the past year plus since moving on to a audio and video platform. So, yeah, yeah, I actually took that a little bit to the extreme and decided uh, 56 days ago to do a daily podcast. So I've been doing that. Oh, man, on, you uh, are aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just in a situation where I want to I want to be, you know, living with the pat the passive income mm -hmm. from online stuff so that I can kind of get out of the office a little more. Well, let's, let's do a quick shout out for that, man. Like, what is actually the name of your show? It's uh blog. Well, it's on blogtalkradio.com, and it's uh, Brain Builders. Oh, that's the Brain Builders. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's the Brain Builders, and then there's the Brain Builders Masterclass. That's the online class that I'm. Okay, working. that's your webinar series. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because I was gonna say I saw that. Uh, that's cool. By the way, we'll, we'll dig into Brain Builders too. Uh, okay. But that's. But it's at the, there's a link to the um, podcast at the very bottom of my uh, web page. Oh, sweet. Perfect. So are you on any other podcast platforms or is it just linked through blog talk radio? It's just linked to blog talk radio. Cause I haven't had a chance to figure out how to link it up to other stuff. Yeah. Cause like really you want to crush in the podcast world. You have to be publishing to at least iTunes because okay. most of the other third party apps out there that run podcasts, they're actually pulling the RSS feeds from iTunes. Okay. <laughs> but like obviously Google play, um, I'm a big fan of Stitcher Radio. Stitcher Radio's app was designed for podcasters. That's what I use to listen to all the podcasts. I, so, but there's podcasts that don't exist on Stitcher. So, but the one, yeah, the one getting that all set yeah. up. The one It'd podcast nice one on one lesson is radio and it automatically is linked up to iTunes. So just, I mean, I'm assuming that's how it would work. Hopefully, well, actually, yeah. I could test that. Um, We'll, we'll look for that while we're on while we're doing the show here because oh, I, I love I love answering questions with, you know for my co-host so there you um, go. I appreciate it and actually yeah there you go actually if you let me let me screen share again love the logo by the way uh, Thank you. yeah when you scroll down ladies and gentlemen I'm on his book page but when you scroll whether even if I'm on his book page you scroll all the way down and right there I'm guessing this is the most recent episode uh, no that actually hormonal I don't balance even know why it looks like that because it's <laughs> supposed to be the uh, no it's not. What? 
Okay. Well, <laughs> let me go back to the homepage. Uh, maybe because depending on how, actually, that that's actually a trick. You don't always have to cycle the most recent episodes. Some people on their sites they'll cycle, like you know, maybe a specific episode that's targeted. See now here, there I'm on you your go. homepage. So that's okay. my very first episode, just because I like the title. Nice. Yeah. 20th century medicine is dead. Yeah, actually, perfect segue. I've been wanting to talk about this since we started the show because my good buddy, which I don't know, we might have to get you guys connected up somehow to try, but have you ever heard of Vinny Tortorich? No, I have not. Okay. You mentioned earlier in the show that while you were putting in the hustle, putting in the reps uh, at school, you did not drink, you prayed every day, but my important thing that I picked up on you said was you didn't consume excess sugar. Why? Because sugar is toxic. Mm. Not just toxic, but obviously, what is that? What what has it manifest in the body? Inflammation, right? Yeah, inflammation, and you can't afford to be inflamed when you're beating yourself up every day. So, would you say I'm going to throw a bunch of the buzzwords out there? But would you say that you embrace and love to follow the passion behind? Low carb, LCHF, high fat versus low fat, saturated fat's actually good for you. Uh, Vinny Tortorich's oh, yeah. trademark is actually called NSNG, which is no sugar, no grains. He owns that trademark. So, Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm actually in my uh, research for Alzheimer's and, and brain health. I have gone through Dr. Bredesen's work in the Keto Flex 12-3 diet. I've look, been looking at Dr. Amon's work on nutrition as well. And... Um, I, that's the hardest thing for me is because I, I, for whatever reason, am, am a sugar addict and, and it's hard for me now to avoid sugar because the cravings are just out of control. But if you start doing more of a keto type diet, then you don't have those cravings. I'm a really big fan of MCT oil, brain octane from uh, Bulletproof, that kind of stuff, because it really helps you to feel full. So the hormone uh, ghrelin doesn't make you hungry. Leptin, and, uh, the, the battle between leptin and ghrelin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, there should be a movie or something. Yeah. Ladies and but, gentlemen, actually, well, it's funny you bring that up. We have a movie coming for you. Well, there you go. Vinny Tortorich has already finished the filming. We, we crowdfunded it. Nice. Um, so on Indiegogo, we set a minimum goal of 150, which in the movie making world is like not enough. And right. he guest stars on Adam Carolla's podcast, which has the Guinness record of the most successful podcast, like still most more successful than Joe Rogan and his podcast is crushing it. But right. the, the lesson here is that clearly there was a message. Uh, Vinny only published one, well, one popular book called Fitness Confidential, which he ended up, uh, that was the name of his podcast show too, because he is the, his old branding was uh, America's Angriest Trainer or the Celebrity Fitness Trainer. So he's, he lives in LA. He grew up down in Louisiana. He went to, oh, two, nice. oh yeah, he went to Tulane, uh, was, he was studying to be like a, a phys ed teacher, but at Tulane, like they make you go into legit, like medical class training. Like he was studying courses alongside of doctors. So wow. his level of knowledge in health and fitness is quite impressive. And, um, and Tulane is like, you know, Vanderbilt, man, these are good schools. So yeah. anyway, he learned that, well, I decided he wanted to write a book because he's a cancer survivor as well, thanks to his chosen lifestyle. He lives consistently in a state of ketosis because yeah. he was beyond stage four, found out by accident. A doctor, his doctor friend called him after doing blood work tests. He's out on a road bike ride in the mountains, and she's like, get off your bike and get to my house as soon as you can, and then tells him that he's got uh, leukemia. So, wow. And he beat it. 
Um, and he has lived for the past eight plus years in a state of ketosis ever since. So he's, and I mean, that's all I'm hearing in all the research, all the different, um, experts agree that, that ketosis is one of the best ways because you have glycolysis, which is how most of us, you know, burn glucose for energy. But as we age, our brain can't burn that glucose as efficiently. And so ketones or ketosis is a way that you, it's a whole second source of energy that we have that a lot of people don't even use because they're so busy stuffing their face with bread and sugar and rice yeah, and stuff let's, like that. Let's rewind a hair. You, you, you're a self-admitted sugarholic, right? Mm-hmm. But to your point, you just brought up the brain factor. And this is the things I'm, I've, through years of my own self-development, self-work, health coaching and everything else, me being, I've, I mean, I've been a spinning instructor, ski race coach, CrossFit coach. Granted, I'm not a doctor, but I actually know more about nutrition than most MDs that I know. <laughs> that's not, that's not I, saying much, unfortunately. Unfortunately, no. But the, the point is, is because I took the commitment to become my own inner physician, yep. to study. It's like, listen, we can't keep going through life blind and following what the government says because they're guessing at everything and their guesswork has been influenced by certain parties who have more money, like the big sugar pharma. and grain industry. <laughs> and big pharma. And big pharma. Yeah, we can keep going yeah. on that one. <laughs> because yeah. guess what? The sugar and grain industry have billions of dollars because we spent decades subsidizing that to protect farmers and then that's archaic, but we still sometimes subsidize for some reason with the government. And then the pharmaceutical industry has blown up into the billions of, if not almost trillions, because of those mistakes of allowing yeah. that influence into our lifestyle. And the side effect of that is, what is disease? A disease is a real result of inflammation in the body. And I mean, if you want to be a real conspiracy theorist, you could just say that they're all colluding with each other to keep promoting the more grains and, and toxic foods that the, the farmers get out, then the more business the big farmer is going to have to get more prescriptions out. And that's going to keep making people sick. And eventually they're just going to kill everybody off. Yeah. And that's if, and that's a big if, right? Like, I, cause I don't even like playing the conspiracy thing, but I like it. Yeah. I like your point. You could go that far, but we don't yeah. even have to go that far. It's, and this isn't that far stretched. So to, to complete the circle and that little influence for you, Stay tuned for the beginning of 2019, and you can learn more. You should check this out, by the way, fatdocumentary.com. Actually, while I'm saying this, I will, uh, I will remove my brand from my head. Uh-oh. Don't show the do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> represent Fat, a documentary. So I helped crowdfund it, so do the social media, so I have a certain connection to it. So I have a t-shirt, nice. I have a t-shirt that matches it too. This hat cost me a hundred dollars because what? Well, because that was a perk. Donation. It's a donation. So we had cu- custom shirts, custom hats. Before I even got brought in to help with the project, uh, it was like I was like, oh, I, I'm a big hat guy. I like trucker hats. So I was like, yeah, because I live a more ketogenic friendly lifestyle. I I'm Mister Anti Sugar. Last year, I did my first metric century road biking event on just olive oil. Everybody thought I was crazy. So I had little vials in my jersey. I'm a big cyclist. So uh, that's why I have the bike hanging on the wall behind me. They're like, what's in those vials? What's in those vials? Right? Yeah. I mean, granted, it wasn't like I wasn't crushing it. I wasn't like a racer. Uh, But we we covered 5,000 feet of climbing that day, too. I mean, it was, you know, 60 plus miles. We were doing it for for, it was a local colon cancer event. So anyway. Um, so I figured you'd appreciate that. So you should check it out though, because I just aired an episode with the low carb cardiologist who's the Dr. Brett Shear. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So he's now partnering up 
with the diet doctor, which is uh, Dr. Andreas from Sweden. He's got a viral following, big on the video content like you guys. So now Brett has now rebranded his podcast as the low carb cardiologist podcast is now becoming the diet doctor podcast. Cause now they're both going to co run the show together because like you guys, Dr. Andreas, he was big on the video front, never had his own podcast. Brett had the podcast. Both those guys were in San Diego a few months ago at the, uh, what's it called? Low carb USA event. And Vinny was actually, people didn't even know this. Vinny was actually in the next hotel tower on site, tearing apart a hotel room, setting up a movie set, uh, because they're trying to do everything they can to save on the cost of making this documentary film with the crowdfunding we've done. So they, there's all kinds of behind the scenes photos on an Instagram feed because they literally had like, they moved the bed out onto the balcony and they converted nice. the whole room into this little mini movie set. And the quality of filming is legit. I mean, it's impressive. So the reason why he went down there was because all of the low carb keto guys were there. So Dr. Andreas is in the movie. Uh, Brett's in the movie. Uh, do you ever hear of uh, Nina Teicholz, the big fat surprise author? She she's in it. She's like, she's like one of those like hardcore journalists that has that has done like all the. It's like a researcher. She's like a researcher, but a journalist. So she's viral because her book, Fat, The Big Fat Surprise, highly recommended. This is kind of full circle to earlier in the show where you're like, oh, I want to ask about some of the books. Well, I'm kind of connecting it for you. Um, there you go. What, um, what's that one on the top of the shelf there? Oh, that yeah. one. I bought I bought five of those because all my buddies are like, you'll appreciate this. This is for all the people, ladies and gentlemen. It's called One Simple Idea. So... Instead of trying to design, build, create, and patent a new product, which takes a lot of work and a lot of money, why not take your amazing ideas, license them, and just sell it to another company? You're talking about your whole, you know, making money online, right? Well, right. this book is great. Stephen Key is like the world-renowned guru on just licensing all of his ideas. So. Hmm. Instead of like going crazy, like and paying for the patent process and the trademarking process, everything else, he's like, all you gotta do is license your idea, and then if a company likes it, let them pay you the royalties. So that's his whole hack. So I have a couple yeah. of very very intelligent friends of mine that are still stuck in the corporate world, and my one best friend is full of amazing ideas, and he's only taken action on like maybe one of them. He this this guy even has uh, patents on nanotechnology that he's thought of. Like wow. smart guy. I'm like, dude, I'm tired of you. Like saying, I wish I had your freedom. I was like, you're way more intelligent in these areas than I am. It's the difference between him and me is I've taken the action and taken the risks, which right. I'm sure, I'm sure you could speak to oh, yeah. <laughs> Go, going back to your goals book, right? Like yeah. you have to set the goals, but even the best goals in the world, if you're not taking the action and putting in the reps, you're not getting anything done. Yep. So anyway, fun book, highly recommended. And it is on audible. Um, oh, I just finished nice. it on Audible. I finished it in like two days on Audible. That's why I love Audible. So, and that's something we need to get you. You get the stuff on Audible. I will buy every digital version. But that's the problem, though. I start buying books in digital and physical because this is a good example of it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I never know if I want to do if I want to do my own recording or like pay somebody to a professional reader. You want my opinion? Yeah. Okay. If your voice sucks, <laughs> right? That okay. But you've put in enough reps with right. being an author, being on video. You're not afraid. So oh. some people are that more behind the scenes, and they want to pay for that voiceover professional. But when I finish my book, I'm totally doing the audio. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh. I've been already told that my voice is pretty good. So 
uh, even if it wasn't, I love audiobooks that are self-authored, you know, or self-voiceovered because a lot of times people go off a script because it's their book and there's right. something passionate they want to dig into, but they couldn't dig into it in the physical edition because they had to cut the book down. So right. the other advantage of an audiobook is you can add in those little extra pieces of content to help reach what you said, to help reach those thresholds to make a longer book. Right. But that's the beauty right. of that. You have your standard script, but if something you're really passionate about that you couldn't put in the physical book, more of a cross-selling benefit, right? Because like, hey guys, if you love the physical, score the audible because I was able to go even deeper into some of these areas. Right. So that's something, something you can spin. I, that, that's reminding me of something else that's really cool that's going on. I, I literally I am on... Um, I was asked to be on the board of a, of a new charity down in San Diego called Beyond Concussion. And um, it's worked really closely with uh, Junior Seau's sister. And she has her own foundation, but we've set up our own. And um, it was really kind of random because we have a big event coming up October 27th, just in a couple of weeks. And they asked me yesterday to host the event, basically, and be the MC, and, and I thought that was kind of awesome. Is that because and, of all the books you publish on the concussion and all the stuff yeah, you teach on? Yeah, and, and just because of the background with the football and stuff. And it's one of those things where um, I think anytime you have an opportunity to speak in front of a group of people, especially if there's going to be like media coverage and you know TV, newspapers, and whatever, mm -hmm. I mean, you have to say yes. You just don't even think, don't even think twice about it. Don't get worried about oh, well, I'm going to be people are going to be looking at me, and I'm not any good at this or that. Forget all that. If you want to have a different life, you got to do make different choices, and you got to get yourself out there. So I'm doing some screen share again for our video watchers, again listeners. If you ever want to do this, it's on YouTube, BeyondConcussion.org, right? Yeah. yeah, and it's coming up. The next screen is the one that go, are, uh, it's at the very top. There, there it is up there. Oh, there we go. Yeah. First first anniversary cocktail party. Yeah. Really? First anniversary? Yeah, it hasn't been around very long. It's pretty new. See, every year that I used to coach, I mean, I just stepped down a couple seasons ago because I just don't have the time. And I was I was actually volunteering the past couple of years because like, you don't, you'll appreciate this from sports. You don't make a lot of money being a coach. Um <laughs> Especially in the ski race world, maybe in the pro football world, I don't know. But uh, it's like I got to the point where we were a not-for-profit ski team here in the Northeast PA, anyway. So I was like, I'd rather just donate my hours. It's 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 a side thing. It's not a business thing. So right. Um, but we had to when we renewed our USSA ski race coach certifications for the insurance purposes and everything else. We always renewed our concussion training every single season. You had to complete that course. Right. So. Um, Concussions are very important to address. Oh, yeah. Um, it, because, again, going back to when you played, a lot has changed. You, you want a hint on a little bit of that? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So, literally, and I didn't even play when it was – I mean, back when my dad was playing, they wouldn't let you drink water during training camp because they thought you couldn't get in shape if you drank water. What? Yeah, because that's just replacing the sweat. They thought when you were sweating, that's what that was good, and that, that's what got you in shape was just the sweating, and they didn't want you to replace it with water. Well, not just not just water, towel. but water and salts. Like those two go yeah. hand in hand. For, for yeah. salt is a natural electrolyte. Yeah, but wow. anyway, um, so <laughs> I remember a specific time. I mean, I've had multiple concussions, obviously, and didn't really think a lot about them. But um, I was in practice once, and if your face mask lines up just right with somebody else's face mask, and you hit right at the right or wrong angle, it it sends a shockwave through your brain because your brain is like sloshing around in your skull and that and that cerebral spinal fluid. Yeah, there's only and, so much of a buffer zone between the skull and oh yeah, and yeah. the skull's got all kinds of sharp little pointy things sticking down. And and so I uh, I hit this guy 
and Tony Plant was his name, hit this guy. He also blew out my bicep tendon, but that's another story. And uh, I went cross-eyed and I couldn't see. And so, and it was just in the drill, it was no big deal. And so I sat there for a minute. I'm like, hold on, hold on, I can't see, I can't see, give me a second. And, I, and so my solution is to hit myself in the side of the head until my eyes uncross. Oh, yeah. Wow. And then once they uncrossed, I was fine. And just jumped right back in. No, no concussion assessment. Oh my God, he's dying. Nothing like that. And then late, uh, probably that same season I was running down. I, I was a little bit older. I was probably 30 at this point running down on a kickoff and I'm all thinking, Oh, I'm, I'm hot stuff. I'm going to show this guy what's, what's, what's going on here. And so I acted like I was going to run around this guy and then I ran right over him. But next thing I know, I'm looking up at the lights going, what just happened? Well, you really, you literally thought you were going to be able to run by him and you didn't even realize no, you I, was, ran I right wanted to run. I wanted to run over him. Oh, oh. I, I wanted to teach him a lesson that, you know, he can't, you know, stand up to the old guy or whatever. Okay. And I, don't even remember, I have no idea who it was, but literally I blinked and I'm on my back looking up at the lights. So obviously you'd been knocked unconscious. Didn't say anything. Just go off the field and get back in the game. It was no big deal. Hmm. Yeah. So it, it was a little different back then. It was. It, it's interesting because I, many years ago, I was at a local like bar restaurant and it's just, just I, I'm a social person. I just start talking. My fiance right. can't stand it. And uh, I, I'm very good at networking. I have a very large network. Um, so it is what it is. But anyway, I started talking to the waitress and I find out that, uh, I don't know, it was funny. We were just got done doing a workout or something. We went, went there for like a post-workout like snack or something. And this is years ago. And Somehow she starts asking us to to show our abs. I don't know. Was talk about oh, because I was talking about my my lifestyle choices, and she came from an athletic background. Oh, it was right. weird. It was a thing. Anyway, but then the the conversation got better because I learned that uh, she suffered from major concussion trauma from uh, from high school into college sports to the point where she couldn't even play anymore, and it, it was bad, and it took her years to correct this, and then she became a concussion advocate. So I didn't even know that was a thing, right? So right. she's a, well, at least over around this area, became well known as the local concussion advocate. She's gone and spoken to, I know a lot of the farm teams for, like, because there's hockey around here, there's baseball around here. She's spoken at the smaller sub, sub-pro farm teams. And now she ended up landing a job with a news network uh, down in Philadelphia. So I still see her doing all kinds of now like news related segments and everything else, but she's still heavily tied to the health and fitness sector because she's so passionate uh, about the concussion factor because it prevented her from even being able to finish her college degree uh, for a while. And then eventually yeah, and that's the sad thing. It, it, we yeah. have guys, uh, the beyond concussion group, we actually pay for Ubers and lifts to get people to their doctor's appointments. Cause if it's just them and they, and they aren't able to drive, they have no way to get there. And so we helped to get them to and from their appointments and, and stuff like that. But I know a guy back in high school, he was a little bitty guy. He's actually a minister now, ironically, that um, got concussions. I mean, he would throw himself in the play. I mean, he was all in. He was a, just a little bitty guy. And he probably had a dozen concussions in high school before they finally were like, you know what, you just we, we can't let you play anymore because you keep knocking yourself out. Yeah. And yeah, it's just scary the mentality back then it's like oh, it's all right i'm tough i'm like eh. i gotta get you to talk to Vinny. i will, I will warn you like Vin, Vinny's like str- he's more straight edge than me like doesn't doesn't edit anything but he played football and he's okay. taught he, he's a big football guy from his college years and stuff that's what helped him afford to go to tulane and he's a big and he taught he's a few of his episodes this guy's he's been podcasting for six years he's got approaching 2000 shows like so and wow. he, he he does very well i will say like i would love to get you exposure on his show from what, especially for your mission and what you're talking about for brain health too because 
he, he's, he's like, oh yeah, you didn't, there was no worry about concussion back in the day. You just went back in and shook it off. <laughs> yep. And exactly now granted, right. granted, thanks to science and, and us finally paying attention, uh, especially for youth athletes, that's, that's why it's so scary because you, the youth, your brain is still developing. Right. So sending a child back into a sport with potential existing trauma and the trauma hasn't even fully healed and you take a hit again. Uh, this was big in the ski racing. I remember years ago, a kid, he was at a race, our, our home mountain, and he had fell, fallen, but nobody fought one or the other. He popped back up, finished the course. Um, and then during break, he, he luckily didn't hit his head. That was fine. But during the break session between the afternoon sessions where they had to reset the course, come back and compete again, he went into the park. So he's in there doing tricks and crap with some of his buddies and didn't tell anybody that he fell and hit his head. Well, by time it came around to hit the afternoon session, setting up at the start, he was vomiting. That's a good sign right there, man. If your body is sent into full-blown vomit trauma, like that's like, all right, uh, that's my little hashtag, vomit trauma. Um, I like it. It's like, okay, wake up call. And we pulled him, said, you need to be cleared by your family doctor. Get the heck out of here. And sure enough, he had a major concussion. So God forbid, you you don't want to have to be taken to the point of vomit trauma. Uh, You're supposed to recognize these things a lot lot sooner, like, you know, uh, slurred speech, um, lack of attention span, uh, not really clear, clarifying their, their conversation in general, not even be able to hold a, a normal conversation. These are all things that I learned from that. Yeah. And that's the funny thing too. I, when I was in Houston, there was a guy on the team named uh, Craig Vesey that had played um, at university of Houston. And he told a story about when he had gotten his bell rung once and you know, the trainers came up to him and they, they, they held up a couple of fingers and they were like, how many fingers am I holding up? And the guy said, uh, Wednesday. Wow. <laughs> and they were like, no, you're, you're, you're done. You're so done. we're going to go with complete lack of comprehension of speech. Is... I mean, yeah, it was it was scary. But uh, Dr. Nowinski that works with the Harvard study up there that has the biggest group of, uh, of brains that they're studying, have studied, I think they have over 300 brains now that they've studied. Wow. Um, he, he's a big supporter of not having any contact sports at all until you're at least 13, 12 to 13 years old. And you can play like flag football, so that gets you all the reaction times and all that kind of stuff, but no head trauma. And if you do that, your risk of getting the long-term chronic traumatic encephalopathy, the CTE, is just almost zero. Wow. Because, you know, a lot of those guys are only going to play maybe in high school and maybe in college, but percentage-wise, there's not a lot that are going to go on and play pro. That's the biggest wake-up call. If you had to sum up this chat about youth sports is, guys, like, I had to I had to teach this to a lot of parents. I'm like, guys, like your, your kids are learning the race ski race in northeastern Pennsylvania in the Pocono Mountains. No offense, the chances of an Olympian right. coming out of our team. Come on, I mean, yes, you you might if you if your kid are good. Okay, if you, if you're good, you might score that college scholarship, right? You set your mindset. You do the great interviews. You keep k- kicking butt, taking names. You're focused. You might score like a nice college scholarship either out to Colorado or up to Vermont, New Hampshire, which some of our kids did. But in yeah. the end, like you got to think about the rest of your life or the rest as a coach, the rest of that child's life. And once you, once you understand and learn about the risks of concussion, man, you got you got to put that kid's health first. Hands yeah. Down. Dr. Amon had a story in his book. He was talking about uh, one of his friends came up and said, Hey, my son, he's 12. He wants to play football. And I want to make sure I connect him with the right coaches and get him the right training. What do you think you sh- I should do? And Dr. Amon was like, well, 
if your son wanted to do cocaine, would you find him a dealer? And he's like, what are you, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, according to my studies, you have the same amount of brain damage from playing football as you do from doing cocaine. Wow. And I was just like, wow. Well, I, I actually connect. I use, see, now I use the cocaine thing when I relate to sugar because kind of, kind of bring that chat full circle, right? Is that, uh, the, the level, the levels of sugar in our modern manufactured made in the USA food system is off the charts. So we can only handle about 15 grams a day and that's that's a day, but at a dose, I think the brain and, and the, and the liver I think it's two to four grams at a, at a single dose and everything yeah, else is I mean, just going to be crazy. jacked up. So, uh, cause that kind of brings us full circle back to your, your, your big impact of being a sugar guy and you understanding brain health and obviously talk about brain builders. Let's tie that back together. Um, a lot of people need to understand that, you know, wh- what is the ratio? Is it, I don't know if you know this off the top of your head, but isn't it like at least 80% or greater of, of our brain tissue is fat is fat. Yeah. So your brain, eighty percent, yeah, yeah. The rest is water. So your brain is fueled by healthy fats. Like, if you if you're fueling your body on sugar, it's you're not actually helping your brain health at all. <laughs> right. But yeah, then again, if you go back to college, what were we doing to stay awake and study? And nowadays, oh, it's still big drinking, Red Bulls. I mean, coffee, sugar, uh, taking ephedrine back in the day. Oh man, I took ephedrine. Yeah, that was not a <laughs> uh, well. What was it? Uh, body cut or something cut? Hydroxy uh, cut. Oh, man. oh, remember yeah, those hydroxy cut was one. And one I used to take was called max lean with from max muscle. It's down here in Southern California. Yeah. It, that, here's, here's a little hint. People, if you start feeling a, a shudder of your heart, like a heart palpitation or something, yeah, you might want to stop taking that. <laughs> or if your arms and legs start to feel kind of tingly, that's not a good, not a good thing. No, not a good, no, but, but I, um, see, and, the, and one of the good things too, um, it's not to interrupt. I'm oh, no, sorry. Go, go, go. But, uh, the, the supplement that I have, the brain builder supplement, or the brain med it um I, I take a portion of all the proceeds of sales of that and can and donate that to the gridiron greats foundation and the after the impact fund so those are for people that played football and now they're in their 60s and 70s and back when you didn't make a lot of money and they need money for hearing aids or you know a variety of other things and uh the after the impact fund that's uh for um the military that have ptsd oh here we go you know here i just clicked through yeah. So there you go. Brain Med, After the Impact, Veterans and Legends, uh, the Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund. Love it. Yeah, that's a really great event they have every year in Vegas. Howie Long was there last year. He, he was an interesting guy. Yeah. He talked about he talked about how he, uh, he when he got up on stage he was getting an award and he said you know it's funny because my kids um, talk about everybody talks about me making all this money and then. Uh, I actually need to borrow money from my kids half the time because they make way more money than I do. Yeah. That's scary, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very scary. You can scroll down to the very bottom if you want and click the button instead of the picture. I got to change that. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I thought I'd zoom in on it. I mean, so basically cerebral blood flow can decrease by up to 50%, ladies and gentlemen. This is for our traditional podcast listeners. Um, after a, and here's your acronym, people, uh, lowercase m, TBI, so major traumatic brain injury. And uh, this utilizes nootropic herbs such as ginkgo biloba and is that uh, vinpocetine? Yeah, that, there's a buzzword of the day, vinpocetine. <laughs> uh, but again, <laughs> God at, bless you. At the end there, you got omega threes, right? Again, fat, healthy yep. fatty acids. Um, yep. Your brain tissue is fat, people. Come on. So let me zoom down here. 
Yeah, at the very bottom of that button, it'll take you to the actual more descriptions or wherever underneath the thing. Underneath. No, no, go back up. Oh, there we go. Uh, That's the vision. And then click on the supplement bottles and then click on the button after that. Oh, yeah, that actually took me into the actual page where you had all the badges and stuff. So Yeah, but then at the very bottom, it, that's just the intro page. At the very bottom of that page, they get more info. There we, click go. On that. there we go. That was interesting. So is that supplement mostly just fat, but basically mostly like healthy fats? Uh, well, it's the, the brain med omegas is the healthy fats, the omega-3s, and then the brain med are the one, the nootropics that help boost circulation, things like that. And it's got phosphatidylserine that is a phospholipid that helps to strengthen uh, cell membranes. There you go. There you go. Increase focus, boost brain power, increase memory protection. And, and let's, let's tie something back to sugar here. Again, even if you're taking stuff like this, it's still our personal accountability to clean the, the, the pardon the, the word diet. I don't like diet cause I'm all about lifestyle. Diet is such right. a short term psychological programming. It is about the lifestyle. I'm sure you can yep. back that up, but in the end it's like sugar is what's inflaming our arteries and, and constricting blood flow. I've had on multiple cardiologists who've explained this and it's like the ones who actually realize crap, we've been following the wrong stuff from the yep. past 20, 30, 40 years, like this whole like, oh, no, 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 fat's collecting as plaque inside our vessels. Like actually, no, it's not. It's your vessels are inflamed. The plaque is inflammation. If you can reduce things that trigger inflammation and have things like this, because I do support supplementation. Yeah. Unfortunately, I grew up on a farm. What, what I ate as a kid compared to what we have today, yeah. as far as nutrient density, mineral density, vitamin density, not, not what it was. Not no. what it was. You could slap an organic badge on that. It's still not going to make it better. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? I don't know. No, what no. are your thoughts? And, th and that's the sad thing. They talk about the whole food pyramid and that was the whole, oh, the food pyramid, it's great. But I think the biggest thing on the, the biggest part of the food pyramid was like breads and grains and stuff like that. I'm like, are you kidding me? It was a big, like, it was a flip. That was the problem is that if you look at the old, kind of before the pyramid even existed, the baseline was always uh, fats and proteins, right? Yeah. And and the top of the pyramid, the smallest dose was maybe grains and stuff like that. But again, mm -hmm. if you study history and government and everything else, it's we ended up subsidizing farming to protect and save the farming industry because we needed to hold. Remember the old program, Feed America. Well, right. yeah, the farmers were hurting, the Great Depression, all that stuff triggered from years ago. Well, we don't need to subsidize it anymore. And it's mm -hmm. still subsidized to this day because they realize how much money they can make off of it. <laughs> well, yeah, and then the government can kind of have a little more say on what farmers do and be like, oh, well, we're subsidizing this, so you need to do this, this, and this. Yeah. And, yeah. and here's the funny part. I'm not very political, but I have no problem talking about that because it's stupid. It's like, guys, like the reason why we have tiers of government, local, state, because I, I live in a one of the old Commonwealth states. Pennsylvania's a colonial state. Massachusetts, Virginia, they're called commonwealths. Well, we still heavily trust try to trust our local and state government that's the point federal should never step in unless there's a problem at the local state level so just back off all right let let businesses thrive let them figure it out let farmers do what they know best i have a lot of amish and mennonite here trust me they know what they're doing they don't listen to anything uh, government related they just want to get their check so yep. um well this i actually want to protect your time because we're going over on our time slot are you still good for a couple minutes yeah i'm good okay so you know me, I just got emails and, and websites and all that stuff to design. But, uh, yeah, you know, you know it's, it's yes. you know, what do you think I have doing the rest of my afternoon? You I know. know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> We're brothers from another uh, online marketing mother. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so real quick, though, I do want to tie back. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, 
the Beyond Concussion program, since we did shout them out on this show, I'm going to make sure all their profiles, if it's cool with you, are linked in your blog post when we put it up, when your episode oh, goes absolutely. live, because they don't have a big enough following yet. We need to grow that. Yeah, and 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 I think it's because I mean the, the heart, our heart's in the right place, but the, they don't, they're not really. Um, they're not they, savvy never done yet. This before and yeah. they just don't know how to really build it. So I've been trying to help out as much as I can, but I'm I'm, you know, two hours, hour and a half away to, up in Huntington Beach, so it makes it a little more challenging. Well, uh, but again, though, like I, I coach clients virtually over Zoom, like we're doing today. So yeah. like I'm I'm working with a oncologist and his health coach uh, wife from Florida. So right. Uh, he's a big keto obsessed uh, uh, oncologist. So hello, people, cancer. And um, I, I think it's important that at least people are trying. But yeah. with organizations like this, it's hard, right? Because I'm a for-purpose business. Uh, t- almost two years ago, and I, I flipped my programming. So it actually it actually really helps amplify your business. Here's another hack. Uh, if you hard code a percentage of your income into a for-purpose model saying, listen, at 5%, 10%, hell, even if it's only 1%, just hard code a percentage saying, listen, moving forward, I'm going to set up a separate account and I'm going to dump a percentage into that. And that has to be used for nonprofit, nonprofit initiatives, donations, mm-hmm. whatever. It changes your whole mindset about how you yeah. run your business. It's like, wait a oh, minute. Um, if I grow my company or grow my businesses, my online platforms, et cetera, that means as I make more money, I'm able to give more. So there's the hack for you, ladies and gentlemen, is that if you are trying to find purpose of what you do, then create it. Just say, great, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna create a not-for-profit initiative. Maybe you haven't even picked out a charity yet, but I, I wanna help every charity out there from a marketing perspective, but obviously in the end, I still gotta pay my bills and I gotta you yeah. know, take care of my family. So I try and pick a new organization every so often and kind of like say, all right, one of my clients in my portfolio, they have to be not-for-profit driven and I try and help them grow their brand and social media and everything else. So I love the fact you're trying to help them you know, wherever possible. Um, FYI, uh, reach out to them and tell them to fix their Twitter link from their site because it does not go to their page. So okay, I just found that Twitter so, link from. I'll make you look like a hero. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, it's funny because they literally. I mean, I've, we've had some some other like uh, Daryl Green came in yeah. to the office and got treated, and so I emailed him about um, Instagram works about, about the event, but it just here we go. You know, everybody's so busy, they aren't able to... I was hoping that he could get Dion to come out and well, stuff that, like that. Well, that's a quick fix. All I got to do is these icons here, just yeah. go into the back end and make sure it's linked to the right at tag and they'll be fine. It's yeah. just the Twitter... It did not load the Twitter page. So, by the way, I love their marketing. It's so clean. The logos yeah. are nice. So, oh, interesting. That's why. That's a different at tag. They're doing yeah. an at brain trauma help. The website had a link to Beyond Concuss. So uh. FYI, also marketing tip, really try and get them to use consistent ad tags. It's a marketing one-on-one thing. I mean, yeah. unless somebody already owns um, at beyond concuss, because there's, there's I bet a, they probably are. But if there's a character are. limit, that's probably why they did that. But you really, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to try and get the same thing across all platforms. Like yeah. luckily mine is live the fuel. So it's, it's shorter. So it was easy for me to lock that down. And I don't think anybody has at beyond concuss. So they might want to consider that too. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are literally doing live marketing on the podcast today because Hey, it is what it is. So I got to help. I can't help it. (laughs) (laughs) I I see something. I'm like, it's broken. Fix that. So 
Yeah. Well, you care. I care. That's the point of this, right? I mean, you've, you've now published multiple books. You're doing online training. Actually, I did want to dig into that a little bit here. So we, we, we hit on some supplementation. We hit on all, all your initiatives. I love the fact you actually helped influence some YouTube growth. Um, but the brain builder program, Yeah. you're doing live webinar training. I think this is important because people listening to this, I don't care who you are. If you know anybody in sports, somebody knows somebody who's had a concussion, even if it's a mild concussion. So brain health is important. The brain drives the body and everything we do in life. So why did you launch a brain builders uh, webinar? I want to make sure this is here and we at least touch on it before we end the show today. Uh, well, that it, it's kind of because of my background because I did have so many years of pro football and then unfortunately multiple concussions. That movie Concussion came out and I didn't want to watch. I didn't watch it for a year because I was working. My wife was like, I don't know if you should watch it. It might freak you out. And oh. So then... Uh, Finally watched it, and then right around that same time, I found out that my dad uh, was diagnosed with early onset dementia, and wow. I was just kind of like, it was one of those things where you're looking up, going like, "All right, God, I got it. I'm. I, this is what I'm supposed to be doing." And uh, just with my unique perspective, I'm able to kind of answer questions on concussion-related head, brain fog, head injuries, things like that, and also on the Alzheimer's dementia side of it, and so. It's been a really great group. I um, actually did my own genetic testing to see what um, my, if I have the genetic marker for Alzheimer's, which is the APOE4. Uh, I've, done, I've done the same. Yeah. And I do not have that, which I was pretty shocked about. But um, the thing that, that I really like is that, that there's a website, APOE4.info for people that, that are APOE4 positive, that is phenomenal they are super super helpful and some of the people that are on the board of that website actually are in my group because they wanted to see what it was all about they actually promoted it on that website because i said you know i'm not charging anything i'm just starting this whole thing out i want to see what people need what what um what i can offer and see if it's going to be something that you guys would be interested in you said that was apoe4.info yeah okay found it and uh it's just been really, really great because they, I mean, some of the guys, there's a, um, a couple in there that are in uh, Colorado that just are so funny. They're always telling, I mean, this guy, super intense uh, biohacker himself. He is a big hiker and he also likes to ski. That's Colorado, and, baby. I used to live there. Yeah, it's, and it's, he has, my holy he has sleep apnea. And so he's in order to boost his oxygen levels or, or, or I don't even understand the whole theory behind it but he duct tapes his mouth closed when he sleeps at night. Get out of here. Forces him to breathe through his nose. And he said that creates a, the CO2, O2 ratio or something. I was like, uh, okay. Well, if he's a biohacker, is he actually like, is he lean and mean? Oh yeah. Okay, he's good. Just, because I will say a lot, a, little... of, a lot of sleep apnea is tied to uh, too much uh, visceral Belly fat. Fat's. Visceral fat's what collects around your organs. That's the bad fat. Well, right. that then displaces the natural placement of your organs, but also creates that pot belly effect. Now you've got all that weight pushing in that abdominal region that's now not all aligned the way it's supposed to be without it. And then you got pressure on the base of the lungs and yada, yada, yada. Again, that's just right. from what I've learned over the years because my dad used to suffer from it. So Yeah, and, and it's, just a, it's just a really great – I mean, I'm really blessed to be a part of it just because I'm able to – um, I'm going through and I'm reading uh, Dr. Bredesen's book and sharing the information in that in the group. And I'm, I'm going over the stuff that I've learned from Dr. Amen. And um, it's just, um, 
it's we're going to be doing our sixth session next Friday. We just finished our fifth one yesterday. Exciting. And we had we had the uh, sports psychologist from the Lakers or used to be the for the Lakers came on and was answering questions because I wanted to have somebody like a behavioral psychologist that could help explain, you know, why caregivers, you know, feel a certain way sometimes and and you know how to deal with that and 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 not feel bad about themselves and and I also have uh, a keto coach actually that was trained by Dr. Berg. She's answering questions on keto wow. in there too. And then I worked with Cambridge Brain Sciences that did uh, ca uh, cognitive assessments on the on the attendees. And uh, we're going to see after the class how their assessment scores have gone up. So it's it's kind of I'm exciting. loving that. We should yeah. um, if you're ever game, you should uh, we should plan on doing a follow up episode if you have future data you want to share. Cause I'd I geek to. out on that. I mean, it's yeah. people need to hear cause like we're hearing that now and it's like, you already have set the stage where it's like, man, what happens later? Now, granted, I want people to follow you. That that's one of the ways, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know what happens, I'm sure he'll be publishing content. Um, uh, but another excuse is like the invite will be open, uh, to get that back because I've brought back on, you ever hear of Dr. Anthony J? Yeah. Yeah. So Anthony, so, so Jay's been on multiple times and so quick for you, if you've not done this yet, because I know you're going to do it. Did you do the 23andMe? Is that what you did? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you know you can export the raw data file? Uh, yeah. And then I sent it to Prometheus for them to analyze it for well, me. Well, I sent mine to Anthony J. He oh. and I did a, a live podcast over Facebook, Facebook Live like this. And we, he, he had already, you know, he, I gave him two weeks. He went through all the genetic profiling, the APO4, all that stuff. And then he put together an entire health analysis uh, based on proper supplementation, like the supplements that specifically make sense for my genetic markers, but also uh, a chemicals concern, like be aware of these certain chemicals or contaminants that could be more detrimental to my genetic makeup. Hmm. Like just so hack cool. Uh, um, so I highly, <laughs> I highly promote that. So... Yeah, it's really interesting to know because everything's everybody's different. We always always like say, oh, well, genetically we're all pretty much the same. It's like, well, yeah, just doing the twenty three and me, you get all that information. It really like for me, it said that I was really sensitive to caffeine. I was like, mm. whereas I actually because I've been drinking my fatty coffee this whole time with. Uh, by the way, I I, did, I chose to go with whipping cream because I like to change it up. You get bored with the coconut oil and and the whole grass fed butter, which is amazing, right? The, you got to spice it up sometimes. Yeah. Little whipping cream is another great hack. It's very high in rich fats. So anyway, the point is, is that my hygienic marker said that I actually process caffeine 50% faster than most people. So nice. the one thing I have to be careful of though, is I also have a genetic marker that says I retain adrenaline longer. It takes me longer to push the adrenaline out of my system. So you're more in a sympathetic dominant state then? I, I get a little fired up. And yeah. if I haven't worked out, like, like my fiance would be like, Scott, do you need to go like, do something. Go you know, run, run. <laughs> Let's go. Like, so it, you can, I'm a high energy guy. That's why there's fire in my logo. I mean, I want to get people fired up, but sometimes apparently at the genetic level, I have a marker that says I, if I don't purge that, it might be too fired up. I don't know. Very cool. And something else you can do too, by the way, is uh, drink grapefruit juice with your coffee because there's Naringin in there. And that's a substance that pulls anything that's in your bloodstream into it faster so if you're drinking caffeine and grapefruit juice, it'll get the caffeine into your system a lot faster and make it last longer. Interesting. Although yeah. I will admit I'm not a juice fan. So, but that's just me. Well, yeah. Um, I can't help it because I'm a hardcore NSNG guy. And uh, Fine. now granted, if you are going to do what he just said, at least squeeze it yourself because you know what's in go. that. If you're buying the crap off the shelf, it's 
again, we can do a whole other episode about how when you read the grid on the bottle and it says, oh, there's zero grams of sugar, and then you go and read that little paragraph of the actual ingredients, like pay attention to that. Don't pay attention yeah. to the grid. The nutritional facts is BS. That's what the government, that they says, okay, just cover your bases and you're covered. They don't care what you stick in the ingredients paragraph. And the other thing I love to hack is when you read the ingredients paragraph, the very first word or ingredient, they have to put that in order by by uh, basically density. So right. the first ingredient in the paragraph is the largest amount in there. They won't tell so you the amount of grapefruit. grams. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, again, if you're squeezing your own grapefruit, I think you know what's in the grapefruit. <laughs> yeah. One of, the, one of the caveats about that, though, is if you're taking any um, extended release medications, you're not supposed to do that because it'll cause it to do uh, something called dose dumping when it dumps your entire amount of that prescription into your system at once. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, you might want to be careful with that. Wow. Yeah. So again, advantage of you uh, geeking out about chiropractic care. So the best part is like, we didn't even really need to dig about it. Like the amount of content you share with us say, you could tell you're, you're just like me. You're a fellow passionate. I'm a high supporter of chiropractic care. My fiance last night, I was actually, you probably would not appreciate this, but I know how to adjust her spine because she just has, she does a breathing exercise and she just wants me to just, I'm like, babe, I'm not a chiropractor. She's like, could you just go to school for that? Cause I really could like that. And I said, like, oh, okay, sure. Well, she, she's also a diaper. She's a doctor of chiropractic, but for oh. she's, she's a horse vet. So she adjusts, okay. she adjusts horses. I mean, yeah. I was like, why can't you just go ahead and do that on me? And she's like, no, that is not the same. And she I said, out the hammer. She's like, <laughs> but she's, but she, she studied alongside of human chiropractic doctors out in the Midwest. So she, yeah. she went to, um, Oh God, she went to Cornell for her undergrad oh. and then went to UPenn for her doctorate and then went out to like, I don't know, Iowa or whatever the big chiropractic school out there. Yeah, and yeah. So I landed a very smart cookie. Um, but no, she and I, she and I go to the chiropractor. We have different chiropractors too. We have different, oh. we have different massage therapists. We have different chiropractors. Cause I, I tell you all the time, like find the one that works for you. And yeah. I have one that she actually is overly aggressive the way I like it with muscle tissue work. So she works me over adrenaline in your system all the time. Yeah. She works me I over and then does any minor adjustments afterwards. Like, I mean, there's, it's amazing because most people can't still, she'll, dig her elbow into, into my scapula tissue because I've had my shoulder rebuilt twice. And nice. most people won't do that. I'm like, she, she isn't, I mean, most people, I, I'm going through like breathing exercises to get this release. You're and, like sweating. You're like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just sweat on the paper on the headrest when I'm done. And she's just like, <laughs> that's when she, she actually said, she's like, she can feel the heat release um, from my shoulder when she's working on me because there's years yeah. of me kind of favoring it and protecting it. Cause I've had it redone twice, 99 and 07. So I figure you, you would get that. You, you know what you're doing. So, well, yeah. 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 So I'm granted it's weird when she's like, Oh yeah, we're, we're really getting into Mike. Like, How do you know? And she's like, I, my hands are starting to sweat. You're giving off so much heat. I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's your body like talking. So yeah. again, we could do a whole other show on that. So uh, I, highly, I highly support what you do. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, I support what you do as well. Well, you know, I'm just not a doctor, man. Anyway. <laughs> but just my, play one on TV. My, my duty is to acquire a whole lot of knowledge and then provide the platforms like this to hopefully get it out there. And if I get through to one person or five people or yeah. a thousand people, I think we're all doing our part. So, yeah. um, but on that note, to respect our schedules, you're the guest co-host today. So part of my little hack for that is I want you guys to kind of close the show out. No pressure, but just everything you're doing because you're doing so much is there 
like, what is your umbrella message? Like, what is your all encompassing message that you would like to leave behind as your final words? So if people forget everything else we talked about, but Hey, it's like, this is, this is what doc John cares about, man. Like, this is why, this is why you might want to follow him. Like, this is his message behind everything he's doing. Is there anything that you have all encompassing? Um, I always go back. There was a quote in the movie, the secret that said that where you are today is not who you are. It's who you were in the past. Mm. You can be whoever you want to be in the future. You just have to make different life choices now. And that can get you to where you want to be. You just have to be aware of it. And that's my job and people like you, it's our job to educate those people on what the options are to get their health better so that they can be more successful and I, I have a book on golf injuries, so it could be on playing golf. They could be better. They could be better setting goals. They can be better um, with their arthritis because they got stem cell therapy or, or whatever. You just have to make different choices to get a different result. And that's, that's my, my biggest message. I love that. All right, people. There you go. Final words. Listen, hang tight. I want to give you a proper goodbye off the air and give you a few connection people that get you connected with some people because that's my that's my final words is my whole goal with this show, having over 200 shows now online is like, okay, I have a network now. So if I can get you more exposure on other people and other shows that I've been on, I, I'd be honored. So uh, well, awesome. listen, hang tight. Ladies and gentlemen, we've said it multiple times on the show. We did a lot of screen sharing for the video watchers. DR as in Dr. John DeWitt, D-E-W-I-T-T.com. Go check him out. And again, we're going to have everything linked in the show notes because we're going to have the concussion beyond concussion will be linked in the show notes. Um, the APOE four, I want to link that in there because in case a few of my hacker followers want to geek out, check out that site as well. So again, I think we definitely fueled your health business and lifestyle today, but if we did not, please message me and let me know that I suck and what I could do to make it better. <laughs> so that's my job. All right. I have to make it better for you guys. So thanks for tuning in to another powerful Live the Fuel podcast show, drjohndewitt.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys again soon. And remember, we're here to fuel your health, your business, your lifestyle. Talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel listeners. This is Scott Mulvaney, your chief intrepid officer, your podcast co-host and founder of Live the Fuel. Just want to take one to two minutes more of your time and give you a little extra value at the end of each of these episodes. Uh, first off, I wanted to make sure you guys got over to livethefuel.com and actually took advantage of my Super 7s resource guide. It's a free offer, and it just gives you uh, 21 different resources to fuel your own health, business, and or lifestyle success. Just some of the tools and applications that I've used and books that I've read uh, over the years to help me grow in a personal and a professional mindset. Now, while you're on the website, hop on over to the supported brand section. I created a new section on the website just to promote brands that I grow and have trusted in my personal and my professional life. I mean, there's, there's applications on there that I use in business-wise, but more importantly, healthy lifestyle-wise, there's companies that I've had founders on this show. Just a quick name drop them. You got Eat Pilly Nuts. You got Pure Vitamin Club. You got my connection with Isogenics since 2010, since I was wild and firefighting. Love to be able to help you get healthy and fit, lose weight, or improve your athletic performance. Or heck, in my case, I'm 40 now, age better. And uh, another quick little plug on there is Villa Capelli. Love their olive oil. And real quick note, Villa Capelli and E-Pilly Nuts, I have my own discount code. So go to lilyfield.com, click on the supporter brand section to get into the resources page, and you'll see my discount code. So enjoy that. Now, while you're on the website too, I've also now built another new tool for you guys, Fuel Library. So the Fuel Library is obviously, as it says, it's a library of the either digital audiobooks from Audible or physical books that I've either purchased, uh, borrowed, 
consumed, etc. Uh, heck, even actually half of these authors have actually now had on the podcast. So feel free to go to Fuel Library. I've divided it into health, business, and lifestyle directed sections, and I've been building that out. I'm still looking to add a lot more content because there's tons of authors and amazing books out there. So again, go check that out as well. And then uh, two last things for you. One, please, if you get a chance, get over to iTunes and give this show a review. It's going to help us grow the exposure and help other people out there in the world find Live the Fuel and also find these amazing co-hosts I bring on here to help them influence and hopefully positively change their health goals, their fitness goals, their business startup goals, their lifestyle, etc. So please submit a review. I would love to be able to start reading your reviews on a future podcast. And the last thing I'm going to go in here with is my disclaimer. I'm throwing disclaimer in because honestly, I talk a lot about health on this show and business and obviously health and fitness impacts your lifestyle. So please, if you are suffering from a medical illness, a disease, etc., remember podcasts in general do not replace professional advice. So if you have concerns, please go obviously consult a professional. I do bring amazing professionals on this show, but in the end, this is free content that we're sharing over the podcast world. This does not replace obviously a one-on-one consultation, whether it be with a business consultant, a, uh, a lifestyle coach, etc., or obviously a health or medical doctor. So again, that's just my quick disclaimer. This is free content. Take it as such, but please see your professionals. Thanks for listening, gang. Talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.